0: listening to the salt and light podcast we hope you're encouraged by today's message thank you for joining today i want to remind you that there's no situation in your life that's greater than our god today i want to remind you that we have a hope of glory that if it's not good it's not over Some of you guys are not awake today. I'm here to tell you that the the best of God is not what you and I think is best. That His plans are better. That His thoughts are higher. But that He always has in our lives, I want you to get this for you and for me, He always has better plans. And when we learn to trust Him, somebody said with me, trust We learn to trust Him. We can walk in this place in which we have peace and we have joy. It's not that there's no problems. It's that my God is greater than the problem. It's not that I don't take time to celebrate victory. It's just that my victory in this place is not compared to His victory. So when I have this expectation of love, this expectation of glory, this expectation of knowing that He has more in store for me, I live in a constant oasis. We're going to start a new series today. There's no dry place that God cannot turn into an oasis. And I want to read to you out of John chapter 7, verse 37. I'm going to read a couple of verses. The Word of God states, this is Jesus speaking in the Gospel of John chapter 7. He says, On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirst, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Somebody said with me, thirst free. He says, if anybody's thirsty, come to me and I'll make you thirst free. Then it says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will for rivers will flow. Out of his heart, this from the inside out, will for rivers of living water. He who believes in me as scripture says Not as historians say, not as your mind says, but as Scripture says. He's the Messiah. He's the Savior. When you believe in Him, from the inside, living water. And I want you to get this part. But this, He spoke concerning the Spirit. This, He spoke concerning His Holy Spirit, whom those believing in Him would receive. You close your eyes with me. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you have promised to live your Holy Spirit, that we're not alone, that you promised to give us living water. And today I pray you'll satisfy every area in our life in which we thirst. In Jesus, we bring every thought captive. Anything that's not yours right now, Lord, we present it before you. Any argument, any fight, any pride, any sin. We confess Jesus as Lord over our lives. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts today. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen. I love going to places that have water. How many of you like water? I mean, if you're from El Paso, you know, we just, man... If, even if we have a manguera, we're happy. You know what I'm saying? Even, even, even if we have a water hose, you know, we'll take it. We, we just celebrate. Anytime there's water, there's a party. You know, we, we take anything that's there and we just make it any green. Uh, we celebrate. I loved going with my parents. We we'll would go to this place, South Mexico. How many of you guys have ever gone to South Mexico? It's just, man, Mexico is beautiful. This place called Caracha, and it was an oasis for me. It, it, this place is—it it, it, just—it it was an oasis for me. I remember we would go several times in the summer. It was my dad's favorite place. It was close to where my grandpa uh, grew up. So we would go to this place, and I remember driving for hours. But the drive was worth—the <laughs> drive was worth the scene, the scenery, the, the place. I want you to get this. We couldn't find this place close by. We had to go, and we had to travel a distance. But when we would get there, I would be in the water all day. One are my people that would become fish during the summer. Um, I'm telling you, I will love going and would just spend all day. My mom would have to be like, Andale ya salte. You know? And I'll be like, Mom, just five more minutes, just five more minutes. And I'll be there. And I loved being there. I enjoyed so much that place because it had a, a place where there was a spring of water, manantial, spring of water spring of water that will just constantly be there and I'll be there by it and I'll be like mom look it never ends it was flowing they weren't putting water into it it was always flowing out of it I believe today when we understand the love of God in our life we stop going to places that don't satisfy and we can start receiving living water it says from the inside I'm going to leave you my spirit I'm not going to leave you alone. You're not going to have to go and try to get something from the outside. This is coming from inside. Somebody say with me, inside. What happens is that when you, when you surrender your life to the lordship of Jesus and you recognize him as scripture says, it's not what you can't do. Because many people come to, to religion and they think, man, I can't do. No, no, it's what now you get to do. It's now I, I get to be free. It's not that I, I can't, you know, get high is that I don't need to get high I'm high all the time oh come on I have this spiritual high from the inside I don't have to get love I am in love and some of us when 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 we start walking and we start seeing life we get discouraged because it looks like dry places it looks like you know different parts that should be better get bitter and today I want to remind you that the water that God wants to give you is an oasis that will satisfy your soul. And I want to go to Exodus chapter 15. If you have your Bible, I want you to go with me. I, I invite you to take pictures of, of, this, of these, take notes as we study throughout the week. I challenge you to d- dig into the, the Word of God. The people of Israel, the people of Israel have been freed from Egypt in the book of Exodus. They, they walked already through a dry sea. God opens the sea, and you know, what should have killed them becomes protection, and they walk in it. And when the Egyptians come after them, the same sea that protected them so they can walk through, kills the, the Pharaoh, that kills uh, the Egyptians and everybody that was uh, following what Pharaoh was telling them to do. I want you to see this. They're already free from Egypt. They walked already out of that place. They they cross. The Jordan River and Exodus chapter 15 says this, verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness, of Shur. And another and some and some translations says into the desert, the wilderness, the desert, of sure. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Somebody say with me, no water. They go for three days without water. Now when they come to Mara, they could not drink the waters. They find a place that's that has water. It says, Merah, for they were bitter. They can't drink the water. Therefore, the name of it was called Merah. And the people complained against Moses, because that's what we do, When we're not satisfied. We like to blame it on others. They complained on Moses, saying, Why shall we, what shall we drink? Give me something. So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters when he when he puts the tree into the waters the waters were made sweet somebody said with me sweet ah come on I want you to get this this bitter water they put a tree in it, it becomes sweet there he made a statue and an ordinance for them there he tested them And said, if you, this is how you get water from the inside. If you diligently hear the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments, and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals the water. I am the Lord who heals you from the inside out. You can't do this on your own to try to be good. Anybody ever tried to be good? But when I put my spirit, living water, is just fruit. Then they came to Elim, where there were twelve wells of water. How many twelve? How many uh, wells of water? Twelve. So three days without water. Then they get to this place that they have twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees. That's an oasis right there. Seventy palm trees. So they camped there by the waters. Israel has been walking for a long time. They've been, now, they've been in slavery for so long that they don't know how to be free. And as they're walking out for three days, three days, there's no water. Now, I, I don't know how you get and travel, but I remember going over to Karacha, to that oasis, and then... There was a time in which it was like, mom, you need to pull this over. I know we're going to an oasis, but this drive is taking too long. Have you ever felt like the drive is taking too long? Can I tell you, if we forget the hope of glory that God had for us, if we forget that your marriage is going to get better, if we lose hope that our children are going to serve the Lord, if we stop believing that our finances are going to get better, oh, some of you guys are not awake today. If we keep pursuing only the drive, then we're going to miss, and I want you to get this in your heart. It's not that God is not listening to your prayers. The problem is that what you're trying to use to satisfy your thirst cannot be outside. And I just want to go deeper into this, and I want to read to you again verse 22 and 23 of Exodus chapter 15. If you're ready, say with me, oh yeah." yeah. Verse 22, the word of God says, they brought him out out of the Red Sea. Then they went into the wilderness of Shur. This is a desert. God brings me out of a place in which I was a slave, and he takes me into the desert. Have you ever been there? Come on, where are my real people in the house? i like, I'm going to start following God, and now that I start following God, everything is dry. I just got in a fight with my husband over coming to church, and I haven't talked to him in three weeks. I, I, this, my kids, you know, I just told them that they have to take care of themselves, and they, you can't tell me what to do, and they don't talk to me for a month, my tia, my, my aunt, my aunt, my sister, I want you to see this, you know, I tell them to start going to church, ah, so you're leaving the family tradition now, have you ever been in dry places, lonely places, I I need you to get this. They go to the wilderness, and they went three days. Somebody say with me, three days. The number three, I want you to see. We see it also when Jesus is resurrected. What happens after he dies? You need to get this. Number three is a completion, is the, the number of the trinity, the unity of God. It talks about perfection. You have to go through the desert to go through perfection. Resurrection only happens after the desert. Oh, you guys are not awake today. Resurrection only happens after the desert. And there's places in our life that we have to go through so we can get rid of self so that we no longer depend on the things that satisfy us, the relationships, the jobs, the service at church. The things we do, who we think we are, that that will not satisfy your thirst. Only Jesus can satisfy your thirst. How many of you in here have ever gone to Puerto Penasco? Raise your hand we got to Puerto Peñasco. It's like the closest beach we have. Come on, raise your hand. Be proud of it, okay? To me, Puerto Peñasco is like Juarez with water. I, that's why I love it. I love it. I love going to Puerto Peñasco because we get there, and it's literally my raza. is there. carnal, like ¿qué rollo? ¿Quieres tacos? It's just, you know, tenemos tacos de cabecita. We have, you know, everything. Like I feel like I just, walk, I just walk through Zaragoza. It literally looks through, through Zaragoza, Juarez. But when you drive, it feels forever and it's all desert. It's all desert. If you've never been, okay, you go, like like if you're going to Phoenix and Tucson, you take a left forever. When we were going, I was telling my wife, I told her, listen, are you sure we're going the right place? How is there gonna be water? Don't you see? Don't you see? Pastor, don't you see what's happening to my marriage? Pastor, don't you see what's happening to my credit? God, don't you see what's happening? And because we forget there's an oasis, somebody said with me, oasis, there's a promise, we stop driving because we don't see the water. Now, as soon as you cross, as soon as you cross to Mexico, from uh, Arizona, you cross to Mexico, I'm talking like three minutes in, boom, the water comes out. An oasis comes out. I'm telling you, oh, man, this man, this, this town looks like Zaragoza. I "I don't don't think they told us this was the right place. And then I got in there and they had everything half price. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) And I walked in and as soon as, boom, water comes out. I need you to get this. In our life, there's places in which God will take us and we're in the wilderness of sure. And we say, God, this is too dry. This can't be you. If you don't see, if you don't keep in your mind, if you don't keep in your heart the promise of God, you're going to quit. Tell the person next to you, Tom, don't quit. Come on, Tom, don't quit. See, listen, if you quit now, you will never see the promise of God in your life. And you've, you've driven for too long. You've been married for too long. Mm. You've been in that profession for too long. You've been, come on, you've been working for too long to stop believing. I believe breakthroughs coming today. I believe God wants to take you to a place in which you see what he has. But I'm telling you. Just because you're going to a wilderness does not mean that you're walking against God's will. And there's places in our life that if you don't go through the desert, you'll never die to what you're dependent on. And you'll continue to try to satisfy your thirst. Somebody said, well, let me thirst-free. And you'll never be thirst-free with anything. You already tried it. You tried Coke? Coke. You tried limonada? You try, you know, my favorite, Arnold Palmer, and what happens? I get thirsty again. You try Coke, and you get thirsty again. And there's something in our lives that tells us if we get more, if we have more, the next high will satisfy Oh, pastor, it's because the best years of my life when I was in my 20s. I'm telling you, we are living in a, in a, in a generation that is so in love with being young that they forget that there's wisdom. Oh. That what we're going to is not this. We're going to a better place. I don't live for what I can accomplish here. I live for what he already accomplished for me. Now the story keeps reading. and I want to read verse twenty. 24 through 27, Exodus chapter 15. Actually, let's go to verse, tw- verse 23. We read verse 22. Let's get to verse 23. It says, now, when they came to Merah, they could not drink the water of Merah, for they were bitter. Somebody say with me, bitter. How many of you know bitter people? Lemon-faced people. Are you happy? Mm-hmm, happy. Are you mad? mm Therefore, the name of it was called, somebody say with me, Merah. Bitter places happen, and I want you to get this, three days without water, so anytime you've been that thirsty, three days without water, anything that reflects water, you're going to want to drink. That's the reason you ended up with that relationship, because you were thirsty. That's the reason we take the first job that comes to our life, because we're thirsty. That's uh, the reason we settle when God has more, because on the road... As soon as I see water, even though that's not my destination, I'm not living for this place. I'm going to heaven. I'm not settling. So therefore, what happens, we just we, we, we change our standards so that we can be satisfied. And can we get real for a moment? Can we get real for a moment? What happens is I try to add relationships to try to satisfy this. And if I get more followers and if I put a post that shows who I'm not, but they like, if I send a pic, oh, it's, it's too real now. If, if, if I just go out one more time, I've gotten out a hundreds of times. See, the problem, and let me just talk to all of us here, but specifically to young people in the house, we think if I drink this, I'm going to be filled So. I'm going to go ahead and see how many likes I get, how many people like me, how many people follow me, and how many, you know, uh, how much attention I get because the truth is I'm thirsty for attention. I'm thirsty to belong somewhere. I understand there's an oasis already waiting for me. So therefore, I go into that relationship and, you know, I just, you know, I think if I give myself, then I'll get what I'm needing. And we forget that people are takers, not givers. That the only one that gave himself is Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we try to find them people what only Jesus can give us. Oh, the problem was that, you know, that relationship wasn't good enough. But if I, if I just experiment and try another person, maybe it'll work. If I just change my standards and, and let me just go ahead and go a little bit deeper. The problem, the reason water gets bitter, it's because I put on people what only God can give me. So therefore, and I've seen this time after time, after your 10th, 15th, I don't know, maybe third, fifth relationship that you go through, even with your parents, even with your, whoever you want to fill this with, at the end, you get bitter and you are dry. Oh no, pastor, I don't do that anymore. I have self-control. Yeah, but you go to, to greet now. And greet is idolatry. And, and I say, listen, I was working 35 hours, so I want to work 40. And not only 40, now that I get that, I have my benefits now. Oh, but I think, I think because my friend just got a new car, I should get a new car. I don't need a new car. So I work 60 hours. And then the more I work, the more bitter it gets. Am I talking to somebody today? And and I'm telling you, if I make this money, then I'll be somebody because I'm thirsty. And if I'm part of this gang, then I'll be somebody because I'm thirsty. You don't need anything outside. My friend, Jesus loves you too much. He wants to give you something from the inside. You are enough in him. But you need to understand he is enough for you. Well, let me just get the new house and let me just get the new car. And if I do all this, then it will start working for me. Then I'll be satisfied. But Mara gets bitter. Okay, let me talk to my religious people now for a moment. If I just go to church enough, I'll get better. And you get bitter. Because somebody offends you at church. Because let me tell you this, no matter how good you try to be, you will never be enough to be good enough. And if I serve enough, then I'll be somebody. And you can serve all you want, but never have a relationship with Jesus. And there's not a living water in you. You're just pouring out out of your flesh. And religion gets bitter. Relationships get bitter. Money gets bitter. And religion gets bitter. My friend, let me tell you something here today. Please look at me. You and I are here because this is a hospital. We all need healing, and there's healing waters that come in. The Bible says that when they were there, verse 24, I want to read it again. Verse 23, get to Merah. Verse 24, so he, they cried out to Moses saying, what shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. Somebody say with me, a tree. And when he showed him a tree, he casted it into the waters. I need you to get this. Every time the Bible talks about a tree, it talks about life. The living tree, the living water. I want you to get this. And that tree produces something. The Bible says in Psalms that you should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Whose leaf will never wither. Whose fruit will remain. As the fruit that God's placed in you, his Holy Spirit, the living water in you, starts coming out of you. It's not something that you get outside. And I know many times we try it and we keep going. How come it doesn't satisfy? Uh, maybe, maybe I needed to date a Christian person. And you still try to choose somebody outside instead of. And it's his life that allows you to be able to love. And I'm telling you this. You can be in a Christian relationship. You can be married. You can be in church. You can even be a person that your money belongs to God. But if you do not or you think your money belongs to God because you give what's left over. Until you put, until you put your whole life, until you put the tree in the water... It says that when they put the tree in the water, the waters were made what? Sweet. There's things in our life that will never become sweet until we put the tree. Jesus was crucified in what? I didn't hear you. Jesus was crucified in what? Until I put the cross in the water. Until I put the cross in my relationships. Until I put the cross in my job and what I do. Until I put the cross. Come on, somebody. Until I put the cross into what i'm trying to use to satisfy my soul it will not change but when i make jesus the center of everything i do you're bitter we're bitter because we haven't put the cross because we haven't put the tree but when i look at what jesus did for me and i see his sacrifice for me romans chapter 3 verse 23 says the bible is so clear For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God when I put that tree into my shortcomings. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, the Bible states, but God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died, the tree, died into the waters for us. He came to where we were. Romans 6, 23, the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death and I feel bitter and I feel dry. I'm in a dry place. I'm, I'm in a, because the sin in my life. But the gift of God Is an oasis. It's eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Can I tell you, you don't need to change relationships. You don't need to get divorced and get a new husband or a new wife. You don't need a new boyfriend. You don't need a new job. That's not going to make things better. You're going to get bitter. You don't need a new church. Can I tell you the reason we don't grow is because we don't go deep? I, out, I outgrew the church, pastor. I outgrew I outgrew these things. That's the problem. You didn't go deep. Because if you go deep, we'll grow together. <laughs> Bitter. But if I put the tree in the water, if I make it about Jesus, if I bring my thoughts. You know, the reason we, get in arguments many times with our spouses, with our kids, is because we want to be right. Where are my people that want to be right? And you can be right all you want, and Jesus not be Lord. It's not about being right. It's about putting the tree. Jesus being Lord. But I'm right! But you're bitter. As we finish Exodus chapter 12, I mean, Exodus chapter 15. We finished the story. Let's go to verse 25. So they cried out and they brought out, they put the tree. And if you diligently, verse 26, heed the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, I will put none of the diseases, it says, and I will be the God who heals you. I will heal your waters. I will heal your past. I will heal your present. I will heal your future. Then they came to Elim. Where they were 12 wells. How many? Number three, resurrection. You have to die, you have to resurrect. Number 12, number 12, 12 apostles, 12 tribes in Israel. All this is throughout the Bible. It talks about authority and government. I want you to get this. There's, there's a reason this is in the Bible. There's 12 wells, 12 wells. 12 wells, what's bringing water into you. It says, and 70 palm trees, 70 palm trees. The number seven is perfection. Number zero is eternal, eternal Eternal perfection. Who who has all authority? Number twelve. Who has all authority? All government. Who is eternal perfection? I don't hear you. Who has twelve? All government. All authority is over him. Who has eternal perfection? Where they're getting to? They come to Elim. They're, Jesus. If you start reading scripture, looking for Jesus, your life will change. Elim it's a symbol of who Jesus is and they come to this place from sure from the desert to Mara where they're bitter and they come to this place to Elim. and I want to invite you today Romans 8 chapter 1 through 4 Bible says Romans 8 there's therefore now no condemnation I'm inviting you into an oasis to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from my desires of what is outside, from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, an account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Romans 10, verses 9. If you, do, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. You have, this is about your heart. This is about what you satisfy your thirst with. That God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes into righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. Verse 13. For whoever calls in the name of the Lord, shall be saved I loved going to this oasis named Caracha with my parents in the drive I wanted to return many times but when we got there in your life right now there's an oasis his name is Jesus how many times have you drawn close to him this week when was the last time you said, Satisfy my thirst? Can I invite you to stand with me today? The wilderness of sure, the bitterness of Merah. There's places in which we walk to sometimes and we say, God, when is this gonna finish? Somebody said with me, Oasis. And there's this oasis in Jesus. You don't have to be good. <laughs> and try better you have to be religious and try to do better the bible says in john chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 john chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 whoever drinks of this water will thirst again but whoever drinks of the water i should give him is a gift will never thirst this he talked as he was proclaiming and promising his holy spirit can I invite you to close your eyes with me what is your dry place what is the area that's not giving fruit in your life what is your bitter place what is the place you keep going to and at the end it doesn't satisfy I want to invite you to lim. I want to invite you Elim means abundant provision I want to invite you to that place where you are set free where you are with your eyes closed I want to invite you to present to God tell God present your wilderness present your bitterness the best thing we can do is be honest to God with your eyes closed to present yourself before the Lord thank you for listening stay connected through our social media and remember we are family